keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining me is my co-host, Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty Chaplin. How are we doing, Scott? All right. <laughs> let's no, be doing well. Let's I be cautious. Let's be cautious. No, he's um, doing great. We 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 just found out from uh, Conrad Thompson that this was a routine uh, surgery for Ric Flair, and we are uh, still sending his best because it's a routine surgery. But um, obviously, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him, even though it seems like it's totally fine. And today, uh, our guests, comedian Mike Malloy. Hello. And. Uh, Journalist, former WWE writer, Dave Schilling. Hi. In his finest blazer. Thank you. Well, You I also mean, may know him on The Masked Man. I have a lot of blazers, and this is not my finest, but it looks okay. Well, just go with it. It's, a, it's I, audio. No I one appreciate can tell. the compliment. No one can fucking tell. This is a huge week in wrestling, guys. Um, so we're going to go through the 10 count, but I don't know if we've had a bigger week in a, in a long time, for better and for worse, but definitely for better, number one, AEW on TNT. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It's Ooh. happening. It sure is. What do you got? What are you, are you guys excited? And sorry about the feedback, guys. We 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 don't. I think we don't know exactly what's going on, but oh, just bear with us on this this week's episode. Um, what are your first reactions, uh, Mike and Dave, to this? I'm not surprised, as I told you guys in the uh, in the group chat like six months ago. A Turner executive slipped it to me by accident. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he's like ah. It's like hey, you shouldn't have told me that. But yeah. I kept my mouth shut. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't surprised, but. Uh, it seems like a pretty good deal. It doesn't seem like they're they're paying to be on the network, which is, right. is good, which I think people were worried about initially. So, it, I mean, it's it's TNT. They'll be, you know, it's people have it on that channel. I don't know where, like, I would have loved to have watched Impact when it was on Pop or Destination right. America. I don't know where those channels are. Well, yeah, it, well, on Spike, there was a moment. I mean, I think it was, like, when Kurt Angle first came and yeah. he was having all those, like, five-star matches with Samoa Joe where you actually were going back and yeah. forth. Um, and, I mean, this is – it's it's not going to have no WWE competition. I think it's in a great – I think putting it on Tuesdays is a great spot for it. Yeah, especially with SmackDown. If SmackDown's moving back to Fridays uh, once it goes to SmackDown's got to be – everyone in SmackDown's got to be shitting their fucking pants. Yeah. So is I've there heard, any overlap? Do we know if like there's a month of AEW and SmackDown airing at the same time? I have I, I haven't seen when it's premiering. I think it's unlikely. Uh, they haven't given a premiere date yet for the show. It doesn't even have a name, and I think it might be either Tuesday or Wednesday. They haven't decided the date yet either, uh, according to yeah. Meltzer. And um, – SmackDown goes to Fox in October, so I can't imagine they're going to launch before October on TNT. So it'll probably yeah. be long after they yeah. move the show. I think they need to do at least three pay-per-views to build up 
the interest yeah. before that. And it but, sounds like that that's what the plan is. So my concern isn't so much the ratings on TNT because they'll be what they they will be, and I'm sure TNT will support them as long as um, it, it feels like they're improving. My concern is a pay-per-view. So we're all used to $9.99 a month to get the WWE Network. You get everything you, from the, the catalog uh, shows to new pay-per-views, all that stuff. The AEW pay-per-view is going to be like $45. Yeah, but that could be becoming a part of... Because Time Warner's, which own, I guess owns TB, TBS and TNT now, they're all pulling off their content from like all the streaming services and starting their own. Maybe that becomes a part of that. I don't know. Like, it, it, the, the thing is, they're going to put the pay-per-views on the BR Live streaming service. Mm. But in order to get the best deal they can get with the pay-per-view providers, they're going to have to not offer it as part of the streaming service. They have to offer it as a thing you still have to pay for. Mm -hmm. So you're going to pay for BR Live or whatever, but you're still going to have to pay $45 to get the pay-per-view on top of that. Um, so I, I wonder how many people are going to be like, okay, I'll, I'll waste 50 I, that, bucks that on this That was my show. first thought. I, I think you need to make the pay-per-view $30. Yeah. I mean, I that's the only way. I mean, this, this first one's 50 bucks, but... I mean, UFC can get away with it because it's UFC and it's it's. It, look, WWE hasn't had a big fight. I mean, we're wrestling hasn't had a big fight feel. I was talking about this with Mike Lawrence and CM Punk for Cena at like Money in the Bank in yeah. 2011. So I think you got to charge 30 bucks, especially if you want to try to take on WWE. I, I I hope that this isn't. I mean, I'm sure some diehard wrestling fans will pay for it. Yeah, and I think the the fact that they're doing them Saturdays, correct? I mean, this one is Saturday for sure. That's I don't understand why wrestling companies don't understand that that's the night to do pay per views, especially to like if you're trying to attract new audiences you and know, younger audiences. Yeah, because like you know, if I'm watching a pay per view at five o'clock on a Sunday, me trying to get some buddies over is a harder sell than me being like, "Hey, Saturday night we're gonna have some beers and watch a wrestling show. You guys mm-hmm. want to come over?" And also Sunday, it's like you always have competition, whether it's Game of Thrones yeah. or Money in the Bank. Is going to be taking place during the finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> like, whose idea was that? I don't know. <laughs> is there anyone back there in Stanford who's like, let's look at the television schedule and what we're going to be competing? Against. I mean, I, I think. I, I mean, I'm. Sh- I'm not going to watch Money in the Bank. Which do you remember? What was competing against Game of Thrones the night it premiered? No idea. Extreme Rules, where John Cena let us know that Osama bin Laden had been <laughs> compromised to a permanent Was end. that Extreme Rules yeah. where he did that? So yeah, Game John of Thrones, Oliver has a bit about it. It's so funny. Game of Thrones was competing with the death of Osama bin Laden? Yeah. Wow. That's... All the same night. No, we could... I, th- I think bin Laden could be an extra in one of those fights. Every, every <laughs> I couldn't day, see anything. Every day there's yeah, a new... Like, it's like Aaron Rodgers. It's... The guys from Always Sunny were in there, apparently. <laughs> so great. I mean, like, I'm not a really a Game of Thrones fan. I've only seen one episode and I read like the first book. But like, like I, I, I don't, and I'm an uneducated, uneducated Game of Thrones fan. But I'm like, take it easy on the celebrity cameos yeah. a little bit. But you didn't even notice. But yeah, you don't even. It's like an Easter egg for after the fact. Like it's not like it takes away. It's like, could it be moment. Logan Paul is going to be in the oh, finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they need to get the money down. But it's exciting. Um, I, I think it's going to. Like WWE has a huge talent roster, it's going to force them to evolve. Hopefully, I mean, yeah. well, you know what I think on Vince. What do you Here's think? Here's a prediction, and and this is far fetched, but I thought it up today. 
have you heard that Triple H has been liking uh, tweets that are like yeah, negative? Yeah, he, he, he favorited one accidentally, I think. He did two. Well, apparently oh, he did two? There was a yet. second yeah. one? It, it, yeah, so what I think, I think this is their summer storyline. I think Vince has got to work on the XFL. The summer storyline is Triple H getting him out of there and them kind of rebranding. God, they've already done that before. They've done that before. They tried that I with know. CM Punk. But I agree with you that this is a storyline thing to work the marks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think this like terrible names thing, all of this stuff might be a weird, terrible idea of a work. It's not a terrible idea. Yes, it is because they're losing viewers. I mean, it's a risk. What if you don't get them back? It's a risk, but I don't know. I mean, and it's a dumb risk to take when you're like going into a new deal with a big, big new boss, and they're expecting things. That is not a risk I'd take. Well, speaking of terrible ideas, number two, the Kabuki Warriors. Oh boy! (laughs) My God, that I mean, there had. I mean, I love Bruce, but Bruce. Tell me that you pitched that name, please. <laughs> that has to be a Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> or he was saying, like, Kabuki in the room, and Vince is like, Kabuki Warriors, I love it. Well, apparently they came up with it themselves. At least that's what they're telling people. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no. no, no. We, we, if, if a Japanese person says it, it's okay. I'm sure they came up with it because, like, the other option was even more offensive, <laughs> like the teriyaki twins. Well, I, was, I suggested the Harajuku experience. Harajuku experience. I didn't pitch I like that, that specifically, but <laughs> that was my idea. I just I should have pitched it. You should have pitched it, and you wouldn't be on this be podcast, there. Dave. <laughs> Dave Schilling, uh, writer for WBA for former former for a couple months. Um, but I Paige is I guess Paige is managing him, which uh, makes no sense as well. They just like randomly mash people together. It does yeah, make that sense that they're uncomfortable. It, I will. I, I'll, I'll disagree in the sense that it does make sense. Like if if English is your second language, like I, I know that if I was in New Japan, I'd really want a mouthpiece. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not gonna try to like stumble through speaking Japanese. Um, and she's she's great on the mic. Um, but yeah, you'd you'd obviously want to see more of a storyline reason. It's like when they uh, pu- uh, put Sunny with. Uh, Legion of Doom. Yeah, you were God. just kind of like this. Is well, Sunny really couldn't bizarre. cut a promo though. She could cut a promo. No, no. Dude. Sunny was not uh, proficient at selling a pay per view. She was a good heat magnet, but yeah. not a not like nothing that she was saying besides the things ringside, just like during the match. She buried every team she ever managed. You think so? Yeah, because people cared more about her than the team. It was sort of the same thing with Sable. To be fair, she was managing Skip and Zip. Yeah, and then the smoking guns, <laughs> and then the Godwins, and then the I guess Legion you're of right. Doom. What was the Godwins when they did the uh, they did that gimmick Southern Justice? Was that oh yeah, was they called? became racist. Uh, they became racist, which leads us to number three: Lars Sullivan. Oh uh, yeah, uh, great, great ghost sensitivity counseling. Um, he's been fined a hundred thousand dollars. Which he's like doesn't he not even trading. make that? <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a big. I will say that's a punishment for like, like a third NXT. of his. It it's like a third of his. Because yeah. <laughs> like in NXT, he was making like what thirty to sixty somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah, he apparently made like a. They think that that was his salary last year, so he <laughs> just gave them money. He's paying in installments. Yeah, so they're like going to a check cashing. Also, place. it's before he worked for them. That's interesting. Legally, yeah, I mean they they would like be, legally. If he didn't want to work there, he could sue them and win. Where else is he going to work though? True. Yeah. AEW. AEW is not going to touch oh, yeah. him. No. no there's no Another way not. that he's going to look. I mean, I will say that like 
it does seem like he's, and I'm a white guy, so I, I, I'm, I'm not as close to it as somebody who, one of the many groups he's called out on a Reddit thread. But it, it does seem like he uh, at least apologized in person, opposing to Hulk Hogan, who just was like, went to the Boys and Girls Club <laughs> and was like, uh, oh, don't make mistakes, brother. And he was vague as possible. If you're going to say some shit, don't get caught. Yeah. yeah. Basically what he said. <laughs> he had, it seems like at least Lars Sullivan is gone. And who knows, man, in six years, you know, people can change. I'm not saying that he, I mean, he. You know, it doesn't it doesn't look great <laughs> because of how he looks. Uh, it also doesn't look great to have like a WWE. But somebody brought this. Michael Lawrence and I were talking about this. How great of an angle would be to just film that fucking sensitivity training <laughs> <laughs> to get Doctor Shelby back. <laughs> get oh Dr. yeah, Shelby Here's back. A, diversity is the strength of our nation. <laughs> oh my God. It's horrible, and uh, it's unfortunate, and these things keep happening, and I wish they didn't. Yeah. I mean, look, the internet is like, it's created a situation where, uh, you know, it's almost like in the words of Nixon, like, uh, you know, he's like, they gave me a sword and they gave me a sword and I stabbed myself with it. And every, <laughs> everybody has the same thing, you know, but hey, you know, it's also a chance to maybe grow. Um, but it is, it's a weird, I don't know what, you know, what do you do in that situation? I don't know. You, can you do a program on it where he, he somehow becomes, but I, I, or do you lean into it more that he's like, this horrible racism, and then you just have New Day go over like crazy That's on That's not going to happen. Well, that, <laughs> that guy is going to be world champion yeah. in like a year. Sorry. See, like, that's the, the thing. You can't have him beat Kofi. Yeah. And, and like, that's the he, he thing with Kofi. wrestling characters that's different from, like, television is, like, you can have a Nazi character on television because that guy doesn't have to go through the airport as right. a Nazi. Like, the wrestling's yeah. different. Like, they tried doing Unless that shit Mel with... Gibson. Yeah. yeah they, well, they tried doing that shit with, like, Donovan, uh, Donovan Dijak, where he's, like, a white nationalist. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck gave him that idea, but it's not a good one. And I'm just like, yeah, you can't... Of course you can't do that. Can because, you imagine like, being that guy, and you're sitting there in McMahon, you've been making, like, $10,000 a year... <laughs> And you're like, okay, you're the Nazi. And you've got to be like, all right, there we go. I'm going to be the best Nazi I can be. Yeah. <laughs> I went to college with him, and he surely didn't run it by me. So I, I would have been like, no, uh, no, Christopher, you should not do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it really just depends on that. I, I do think it's like, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It, it could be a cool angle if New Day goes over, but like Dave said, it's probably not, not going to happen. happen. Yeah. That guy has the rocket strapped to his ass. You think so? I guess. The only thing I think is holding him back is he doesn't have, like, the physique that Brock does. Mm, He, he like, looks terrifying. uh He does look terrifying. He's not tall, but he's so wide and thick, and he has a a face of someone who has gone through some stuff. (laughs) But, yeah, maybe he'll, uh, I mean, he'll at least be Intercontinental Champion. He'll at least beat Finn Balor. Um, Number four. Goldberg versus The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. A dream match that nobody wanted (laughs) in a place uh, everybody's uncomfortable to talk about. Goldberg is a Jew, and he's going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're going to have to hide that fact. (laughs) Bill Gold is coming out. Bill Gold. (laughs) Or just Bill. Bill Muhammad Gold (laughs) is going to have to come out. Yeah, I mean, Undertaker has to go over. Yeah, yeah. Goldberg is going to be a massive heel. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, because, 
Like, the people who are anti-Semitic in Saudi Arabia, that's what they think Jews are. <laughs> but yeah, giant guys who spear you out of nowhere. The Undertaker versus Goldberg in the Jihad match. <laughs> the Jihad match. <laughs> Whatever the hell they're calling it. What, uh, a super showdown? Well, originally I heard that, it, you know, the rumor that they were going to do Sands of Time, which actually I wasn't against because you could have, like... You know, then that would justify Undertaker versus Elias. It would justify Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. And you have, like, the new generation going over the old generation. Mm, yeah. But I'm sure just some of the, like, one of the princes was like, I want to see Goldberg versus Undertaker. Here's an extra $100 million. Yeah. Plus, if you if the word sand is in the title, then it, people know it's in Saudi Arabia. Wouldn't I, I mean, I think they're trying to hide yeah. the fact that it's taking place in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That's so true. just give it a generic name because you know what Saudi Arabia has more than anything. Is sand. It does have more. It has more sand uh, than anything else. Um, There's more sand per capita than any, than other, any other country. Than any other. I, yeah, I. I guess the Undertaker goes over. Yeah. This match has got to be terrible though. Who cares? I do not. I don't care, care who wins. That is my yeah. my number one problem with professional wrestling. Is I don't care who wins. Yeah. I mean, you're that's, about, that's you're why you... about, yeah. The big fight feel is when you care. What happened? And the last time it was like, I mean, I guess Kofi and Daniel Bryan had a little of that. But, like, the last time it was truly that was was CM Punk and John Cena. And I guess Daniel Bryan and Triple H had. had Yeah, WrestleMania 30 definitely had that. For sure. So I I can't say that totally. Um, I I don't know. I I also, like, I'm like, why don't you just do Undertaker for Sting? That's what people wanted for. And Sting says he's open to coming back for one more match. Sting's a hot mess. Is he like just? I don't think he can wise? wrestle. Well, he said he'd come back for one, but I mean, I yeah, can't. Yeah, of course imagine. he would. You know how much money they'll give yeah. him. Also, like, doesn't Goldberg have like the rep of like kind of accidentally fucking people up? Yeah, well, the Undertaker will Make fuck sure. him up yeah. as well. There will be uh, lots of fucking to be had in this that. This is going to be like Space Cowboys or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's <not very> good. <laughs> Cocoon. <laughs> I mean, I guess that that's going to headline it. God, man, but then. Mm. It's like it's got to be seven minutes, right? You can't have those guys going yeah, over ten minutes. Seven be, minutes is a be. long time. <laughs> the entrances will be seven minutes yeah. each. Little brawling and then get your shit in. Yeah. They, yeah, they have to just be – that's what it's got to be. It's just got to yeah. be punching on the outside, the inside, and then they both do their finishers and someone wins. The perfect Goldberg match was him and Brock at WrestleMania in Orlando. Absolutely. Because – Goldberg did the spear a couple times. Then they went to the outside. Then Goldberg goes through the ta- the, the barricade, and then you yeah. go to the finish, and that was it. Maybe it was the perfect. best five minute match in history. I, it's close, but the thing is, is like Brock can still work. So it's yeah. like, yeah, Taker taking a spear is gonna be so ugly. Yep. Yeah, remember when it was with Roman, and Roman could, uh, you know, hypothetically protect him better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah someone's yeah. gonna get hurt. It's gonna be rough, man. I mean, or at least do it. I mean, maybe do a ta- like Undertaker and Goldberg versus. Nope, there's no good options. <laughs> there's yeah. no good there's really options. Not. There really isn't. Oh, speaking of, uh, <laughs> I really have no transition other than this is really sad. Uh, the Silver King uh, died accidentally during a match this week. Scott, what are your takes on this? Obviously, it's really sad. Yes, uh, you guys don't super- know he was the bad guy in Nacho Libre. Mm-hmm. And, and he's also, well, I mean, that's how most American audiences are going to know him, but he's also like one of the most famous uh, Mexican wrestlers. He's in time. WCW for a hot second, right? Um, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even sure about his career. I don't think I've ever seen a match of his. Uh, I don't like, like, finger pointing. I, I understand that, like, 
you know, he should have been attended to quicker, but that's such a confusing situation. You're you're in a match where you're fake killing someone the entire time, essentially. Yeah. How do you know someone's really hurt and when someone's really not? I understand it taking a while. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those situations where I think it's a weird... It's weird to have an immediate opinion about it. <laughs> you know, like, like when you... I mean, unless you're in the business and you know how that that works. I mean, there's... I, I guess people have been, like, kind of calling Hoventude out or... I think a part of it is also that the promotions are the ones that are hiring the ringside medical staff and right. not the arenas. I think it should be the arena that that hires them and they're held accountable to them because you know that person shouldn't know whether or not it's a work. Like if it, it looks, is, if yeah. it looks like it's you know, you look you could look at that guy like I saw it. You, you could clearly tell something was not. This was not a part of it. Right. And when you're in the middle of a match, the other wrestler, I, I do think that there's like. You're like your your head's in so many different directions. You probably don't yeah. even fucking know what's happening. Maybe you do. I, well, I I'm not sure. A lot of that responsibility falls on the referee. Yeah, right. The referee is supposed to not only be the kayfabe official. They're supposed to be making sure the match is going as planned. They're communicating uh, time cues and that sort right. of thing. And they're also supposed to be able to sniff out when something is, has gone wrong. Yeah, like physically. That's the whole reason they do the like squeeze the finger squeeze thing. Yeah, like, they've they're, got they're supposed to be able to figure out if they're still conscious. They've got something in their ear, people are talking to them, you know, they're able to communicate through hand signals or to the, the timekeeper at ringside. So the referee, you know, plays a big part in making sure that things are safe. And if your money doesn't have that, if, if your promotion doesn't have that money, I mean, it's crazy. Like, like, like seeing a story like this, and then watching old like Ring of Honor or Evolve matches where you're seeing like the Young Bucks do crazy shit. Yeah. And you're like, well, you hope they had good medical personnel there. Yeah. But if they didn't, I mean, holy shit. When I go to PWG, I don't even think about that. Of like, right. oh god, what if you know um, Orange Cassidy falls off a balcony and uh, nobody realizes that he's actually you know, bleeding internally or something? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they have to call other. I mean, you hear nightmare stories about that all the time. I mean, even you know, that Bruiser Brody documentary. Well, let's call an EMT that's going to take an hour and a half to get here. Yep. Obviously, that was a very different situation. Yeah. Or yeah. even just, what, two years ago, uh, that guy who was fighting Mysterio passed away. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that they was fucking terrible. They brought him out on, like, a piece of wood. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe indie wrestling isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what Jim Cornette complains about all the time. It's outlaw mud show stuff, you know. He's he's uh, very adamant about how they don't take the precautions that they're reckless. That kind That's of never his number one complaint, though. But it's, it's always also, like yeah. it's always like he's too many finishers in a match. <laughs> yeah. He dresses oh, like someone a, died. He dresses like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. All right. Well, uh, thoughts and prayers to the fan. Everyone says thoughts and prayers, but it it, it totally fucking sucks for uh, for the guy's family and everybody involved. Uh, number six, I guess to a lighter note, I'm not sure. Bray Wyatt is Pennywise. <laughs> Somehow they made it. I, I got to say, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's working for me right now. Yeah. Somehow it's a, they found a way to make it work. If we get evil doink like we were supposed to get evil doink <laughs> in the 90s, I mean, that's a huge deal. It's working for you now. <laughs> no, wait, first off, evil doink is not a huge deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right. This isn't Chinese democracy. <laughs> <laughs> it's working for you now because it's cool and it's different. 
when you watch Monday Night Raw or you watch SmackDown, it's three or two hours of the same stuff, a right. formula that is very clear even to the layman. So, when so you, you don't think some, it's going to turn out great? No, I still it probably don't. Yeah, won't. I still don't. I, I didn't from from day one uh, because okay, it looks cool. It's aesthetically different from the same old, same old. Um, but who is he as a character? What is he supposed to be? What is he interested in? He what could is be he Bizarro, want? Mr. Rogers. Okay, and then what? I don't know. Exactly. But you could say that with anything in wrestling, right? Exactly the problem. <laughs> it's if not you, like The Sopranos where you're like, ah, oh, Tony could. Everyone do this in and... any sort of fiction needs to have a motivation <clears throat> besides, I want to be the champion. But it's also been four weeks. Yes, I know. I'm just it's, saying that I maybe don't... we'll find that out, but I doubt it. You're right. Yeah, I don't think that uh, okay, that level uh, of thinking is is going into here's it. Here's a fix. What if like his gimmick as this clown is to like try to like like solve re- resolve feuds like re- like for real, and then when it doesn't resolve, he gets really pissed off and beats up both of them. That'd mm. be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean. Eh. It, that's confusing to me. It's like, am I supposed to root for this person or am I supposed to hate this person? Wrestling is, above all else, a, a, a binary storytelling uh, system of I mean, good guys and bad guys. Even if, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin gives people the middle finger, he's still the he good still, guy. He's still a good guy. You're still supposed to root for him. What am I rooting for with, with this Bray Wyatt character? Well, he's obviously got to be a heel. I'm just not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> Dave, can, Dave, Dave can only say so much on yeah. this topic. Uh, because well, he is uh, currently uh, I'm, it, dating Bray Wyatt. That's correct. <laughs> JoJo's out of the picture. JoJo's out of the picture. It's and actually my baby. It's actually Dave's baby. We have a thruple going on. <laughs> Dave is in a polyamorous relationship with JoJo and Bray Wyatt, so oh he can't God. comment on this. A dirt sheet's going to pick that up. <laughs> I also. That's um, why he got fired. <laughs> that's why he got fired. No polyamory here. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I will say, in Vincent Band's defense, Thank God the guy actually uh, paid attention to the cultural zeitgeist and that it's coming out, and he's not doing <laughs> what he did with that one dude um, and just having a Pirates character after Pirates Caribbean came out 10 years earlier. Oh, boy. Paul Burchill. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't watching during that well, There's been more than one pirate, guys. Let's be Oh, Jean-Pierre Lafitte? There you go. Yeah. The current PCO. I'm sure there's another one that we're forgetting, too. Did um, you see Bray Brunks? Like, if you pause the video? Did I see what? Bray's new trunks. Like yeah, the they're like red, right? Yeah, it, it kind of looks like Halloween costume, like pirate pants. I thought he was wearing Zubas. <laughs> they look like Zubas pants to me. Oh, no. I, I have a feeling the entrance is going to be great, and then once he takes off like the garb, yeah. it's just like, oh, it's it's fat Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Wait, he was already fat Bray Wyatt. He lost a lot of weight, by the way. He's, he's looking true. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the beard's right. gone now. He's one of those guys too. If he loses, if he's the body type, or if he loses weight, maybe he looks fatter. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he, I think like it's gonna hang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this uh, the uh, the excess skin. You know, when you lose a lot of weight, it's just oh, you got Jesus. the flab. So, Mike, you're not hopeful for this. Uh based on precedent, no. Um, they've managed to fuck up most anything that I've ever been interested in. So why would this be any different? Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting. I think that it was pretty well thought out. It seems like he's invested a lot of time and right. energy into this character and its direction and these vignettes. So 
Hopefully it's delivered properly, but I don't expect it to. I mean, the one thing that he does is commit. Yeah. He fully commits to anything. Yeah, he, he definitely does. does. And he do, it definitely, and to echo Scott's point, it definitely looks like he, like, like fell into the costume bin of Knox Scary Farm <laughs> <laughs> and then decided to wrestle. But I'm hopeful, man. You know, I keep watching this shit, so I gotta be hopeful. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Mayor Kane put someone through a table. You guys watch that video? I have It's not. so bizarre. Because, like, Glenn Jacobs, as a guy, is, like, one of the most mild-mannered, boring... <laughs> like, he's the opposite of Jesse the Body Ventura. So then he does this crazy thing and then goes into a speech about... I forget what they were opening. A new athletic... Sympo- was it <laughs> the Tennessee Symposium? It's the most bizarre thing. I'm going to put gun laws through a table. <laughs> you guys can conceal carry as much as yeah, you Yeah, Wayne LaPierre comes out in an Undertaker <laughs> costume. <laughs> they double choke slam somebody. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was, I mean, it was kind of fun, I guess. If you're in Tennessee, I mean, I guess that that's. <laughs> that is Sunday Night Entertainment right there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the equivalent of a modern art museum in Tennessee. Just go down to the American Legion Hall and watch the mayor kill someone. <laughs> Good for him, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is a real wrestling success story. I mean, the only thing that was real, the most awkward thing about that video is like him putting that mask on and having the hair attached. <laughs> Can we just get rid of the hair? Just make it a mask. Well, remember when he was bald? When they just let him yeah. be bald and didn't he didn't wear the mask? And yeah, but you can even wear the mask and make him bald. Why do they have to put yeah, the fake I don't hair? Understand the fake nostalgia. Hair. They want him to look like the old Kane, I think. It's like, well, he needs to have hair. Was, when he took off the mask originally, the hair came off with it. So it was like the hair was fake the whole time. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Plus also I mean, the hair. It is fucking stupid. The hair also <laughs> differentiated the corporate cane from the monster cane. Yeah. The demon that's true. cane. How cool would it be if he had like one of those Zodiac bat, like, either way, like Glenn should retire. <laughs> like he's, he's, he's done everything you can do and... They always bring him back, and it's, like, extra sad every <laughs> yeah. time they bring him back. Him and Big Show. Poor Big Show. Big Show at least is fucking ripped now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glenn's, like, That's... a smart guy. Glenn Jacobs <laughs> is liberal for Tennessee, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, think blacks Jason... and whites should hold hands. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, you Scott? Think... I'm sa- I think Big Show has, like, the most uh, disappointing career, maybe, when it comes to potential. This is what uh, Eric Bischoff says on his podcast all the time. Is he didn't live it's up to his potential? Be, right? I mean, literally, he's done nothing ever. This is well, the problem with the monster character in wrestling. This I is don't what, know. This I, is what I, Braun Strowman's going through right nothing now. Nothing ever. He's. I don't know. He had that one thing where he was like suplexed and broke the ring. Yeah, the, he did that like three times. Yeah. <laughs> Former WWE champion. He put Braun Strowman over pretty well before main, they fucked that up. Main evented WrestleMania. Um, he had that Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather thing. feud was a pretty good for a it celebrity was a feud. Big draw, but I mean, I think he could have. He never became. Jarrah Show was kind of fun. An Austin or a Rock or a Hogan. Yeah, but he was never going to become. But he was seven feet yeah. tall. I mean, coming in, coming into WCW, he was. Fucking, he, they strapped a rocket to they him. They did push strap a rocket to him. And it just never clicked. And I guess at WCW, he did have some pretty big, big moments. Like, yeah. You know, it, but the it, monster was, truck. it was certainly like. <laughs> when yeah. he fell off a of Kobo Hall and died and then yeah. came back the yeah. next, that night. It just it, he didn't hit the next level. I mean, I think Jericho's a bigger star than he. Oh, of he course. Ever was. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, I mean, it's. 
you know, he's just, uh, I mean, it was, it was, he did get pushed to the max in WCW, but he got billed as Andre the Giant's son, which is already a weird yeah. moniker to give somebody. Yeah. But then he came into the WWF and he was just the big show. He wasn't. Well, he was Paul he was, White first. Yeah, yeah. But it just didn't, he wasn't a draw. He didn't sell a bunch of merchandise. No. He didn't become a mainstream celebrity. He was a, a, a great top water guy, boy, but, but I don't think the big guy ever becomes a merch. This is my point. Anyway, this is my point. A Braun could have. Braun still is. But Braun Strowman had to win the title. Yeah. If he had won the title at um, No Mercy when he when he worked with with Brock in L.A., yeah, then he could have been a big a deal for yeah, maybe six sucked. months to a year. But there's a ceiling for the big guy. Yeah. Because. A lot of times they get over because they're crushing people. It's the same thing with Goldberg. Goldberg yeah. was the biggest draw in wrestling for a year. Yeah. And through mismanagement and an inability for him to evolve past whatever that shtick was that he he used to get over, he couldn't be a draw anymore. Well, that's why people like Flair stay popular for 30 years. Because exactly. you can... What is it? What, what is, it, is it Pritchard that says like the... Or I forget who's that, the greatest... Heel champion is somebody you can beat. Yep. Um, and that, I mean that that's that's definitely true. And it's probably why, like, there will never be a time where you put the title on Kevin Owens and it doesn't seem like like a good idea. Yeah. Like any time he's gonna win the title, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. He like somehow cheated his way. And to there's always this. a ton of possibilities after you put it on him. Yeah. Because there's a, a ton of good, good guys that you can send after him. Right, you don't exactly. There's many established bad guys to send after this good guy. And a lot of times when you send this bad guy after this good guy and they fucking don't get the job done, you just go, well, that bad guy's lame. He's not even, he's not even good. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior as WWF champion is a great example of someone who should have been a huge success and wasn't because they didn't have anyone for him to work yeah they didn't have yeah. any heels for him to thwart his first big program after he won the title was rick rude yeah well because you can have a, a a heel champion like you can have a, a face challenger lose and not have it really hurt that guy's stock because you can have the bad guy cheat and that's how they win like you could like there's no way to do like if a bad guy loses clean you just go well, this guy's whack now. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. a, that's the classic Jim Crockett promotions way of booking is the, the good guy keeps losing, Dusty Rhodes keeps losing, and Ric Flair cheats to win, and you want to see Dusty finally pull it out at some point because you're, you, you've built up so much frustration and anger at the heel that when you finally get to see it, it's, it's the best thing ever. But WWF, WWE, historically, it's the other way around. Right. It's the babyface gets fed all of these heel challengers, and Warrior... Nobody could work with him and make it interesting. Except I mean, that for was partially Warrior. Savage. Rick Rude yeah. tried. Um, <laughs> who, uh, which politician would you love to see chokeslam somebody? I mean, I think Dennis Kucinich would be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think he's not in Congress anymore. Uh, but that would be a fucking hilarious watching that happen. I want to see Elizabeth Warren choke slam. Yeah. Um, I want Lindsey Graham specifically. <laughs> see her do uh, what's the the Bronco Buster to Lindsey Graham, <laughs> and he's like gross. <laughs> the closest he's ever been to a woman's vagina is the Bronco Buster. And by the way, we support you whenever you do decide to come out. With <laughs> uh, number eight, Jack Swagger or whatever the fuck his name is, Hagger uh, wins his second MMA bout. I saw that. Uh, I, I I actually watched it at a bar, 
And there's some controversy because they said he didn't let go of the submission. Mike, you know more about MMA than all of us combined. So. I didn't even watch the fight, but I looked at the uh, the tomato can they had him fighting, and <laughs> boy, howdy, that like <laughs> it's crazy, that, dude. It's like they brought me up. And yeah, they're like I, yeah, just have J- have the, have him fight this guy. I'm pretty sure I saw that dude at Flappers. <laughs> <laughs> I was because I said he looks like a composite of every white open mic comedian 100%. that I've ever seen. Like he it's looks crazy. It was crazy. It was, oof. And if you just watch the match, I mean, it's like any, it was really any fight that I've been in drunk where it's like <laughs> a fat guy like squealing at the bottom. And then they booed him because he didn't let it go or something like that. I don't mm. know. Obviously, Bellator is desperately trying to create a star. I mean, but have MMA you seen him fight? So is he, is he like, with. is he legit? I mean, he was an All-American wrestler at Oklahoma. He's, he, can, yeah. he can go. So uh, you think he could go? And, yeah. I mean, he's probably, he, they could probably put him up against better fighters, but then he might lose, and then it's not Well, there's like, such, because I watched the UFC, and I think Bell, Bellator's where he fights that night, and they're, I mean, look, and I'm not, I'm an uneducated fan, but yeah. just watching both promotions, you're like, there's just a, there's like a speed that yeah. UFC fighters, uh, you know, fight in that, that's, that's, that's way more amped up than Bellator. Yeah, and it's like the difference between, you know, the NBA and the D-League, like, yeah. The guys in the D League are pretty good compared to the average basketball player, but like the speed of the game at the f- full pro level and like in that environment is just completely different. This is why yeah. the XFL is not going to work. No, because it's like you, you're getting <laughs> you're getting the guys that couldn't even be the fiftieth best guy on their team. Yeah. So like how like it's just not going to be good. Yeah, minor league baseball is not on national television. No, guys, for a for damn a reason. good reason. It's fun to go and have a couple beers and in and sit in the sun and watch a minor league baseball game, but you're not going to flip through the channels and put it on. I think the it. thing that like is like because like it's if somebody gave me like you know tickets to the like if I was in New York and I got like hey for twenty dollars you can see Machida versus. Chal Sonnen, right? That's how you say his name. Yeah. Um, I would I would pay twenty bucks to see that, even though they're clearly neither of them are in their prime. No. But Mashita was like one of my favorite fighters ever. Um, so I get that aspect of it where it's kind of like the senior tour in the yeah. PGAs. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it I always want a wrestler to do well whenever they start doing something else. Um, unless you want to count Trump in that. <laughs> um, number nine, Sami Zayn takes Braun Strowman's spot and money in the bank. Look, I thought this was a fun match. People, uh, Sami Zayn, I thought, worked the hell out of that match. And, you know, I I, I thought it was, I mean, I, 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 I think it's good that Braun's out of it. I don't know. I, Braun Strowman in a ladder match doesn't do much for me because he's not going to bump. Yeah. He's going to throw people around and right. he's, he's going to not bump. And I think there's potential for that still. Like there's probably he yeah. still probably comes in and and maybe costs Sami Zayn the title for doing what or the yeah. briefcase for doing what he did. So like, it opens up possibilities and Sami Zayn somebody I'd rather have in that match. But like, what are they doing with Braun? There's nothing I mean, to do. Been, there's, there's nothing to do. That's been I mean that's been the story for you know the past couple years. There's nothing now. to do or with the him past year because since. he can't cut a promo. He doesn't need to. But at the end of the day, once you've gone through all of the challengers for him, yeah. what does he do? He can, he can cut a promo. Yeah. He can cut a promo, dude. Yeah. Like he's the he best was, big man cut promo. What, what, Scott? He was funny. There was like a moment last year where he was like a funny promo. Yeah, he wasn't. I, I think he's be, He's a better promo than like Big Show or Brock, maybe even Taker. 
He had that moment yeah. in the ring with um, with Lesnar and and Heyman on the um, on the split screen, and he just yeah. totally whiffed it. Just completely whiffed it, and was just uh, hanging on to his catchphrases. That was rough. So you're right. I think tr- the Ooh. trust the trust aspect of sending him out there and having him talk for ten minutes might not be there right now. <laughs> because of this, they're going to make him one of the commentators now on, <laughs> on Sunday, which uh, transitions us to Money in the Bank prediction. We'll start out with the men's Money in the Bank because we, we were just talking about it. Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Ali, Andrade, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton. Who do you guys have? And who, and who, you, who do you want? You start. I think Sami ends up winning it because I think eventually Kevin Owens gets the title from Kofi, and I think eventually Sami steps in on that. I'd be good with that if that's what, right. what happens. I'm saying Randy Orton. Ugh. Who do you want to win? Andrade. Oh yeah, I would love. I that. think he would be the best with the briefcase. Yeah. Um. You know they can they can carry it around and gloat with it. Yeah. It's a heel Selena prop. Yeah. Be, it's it's a perfect, it is a heel prop. prop. So him having it and and him know, versus Kofi would be great. Yeah. It seems like they want to elevate him and use him more. Um. He'll come in real handy on broadcast TV because they always say. You know, to get a, a Latino audience um, on broadcast TV is sort of the, the the dream for WWE. So, right, I could see him winning it. I don't think he will. I think they want to potentially use it as a way to um, set up the summer, and so Orton with the briefcase <laughs> sets up Kofi and Orton. Oh man, I mean, it's very possible. How about you, Scott? What do you think? I was thinking Andrade, but. I got a feeling Vince is really enjoying the Zayn character. And uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes it. I want Zayn to take it. For a while, I thought Drew, I wanted Drew McIntyre to take it and that he was going to take it. It seemed like the most obvious because he's the best with like a generic promo yeah. and he's been near the top for the past year. But I actually think Baron Corbin's going to take it. Uh, no. I have a feeling this. Uh, it Again? just kind of set in this week where I'm like, they still keep putting him near the top. They haven't given up on him yet. He could do it. And he would be like, the thing is, is like him, like in WWE's defense, if they gave it to Baron Corbin, him coming in, like with the briefcase to anyone who's champion would give the match like extra heat yeah because nobody wants to see him win oh yeah i mean it'd be guaranteed an insane crowd reaction anytime you try to do that that's true but there's also like no threat of him winning you feel like like even if he, he gets win. that brief- i think vince would put the but I, i'm saying even if he gets that briefcase that you just like a part of you is just like yeah but he won't because that would be poison to have him as champion i feel like you know, when I saw Baron Corbin in real life, like I was like, this guy's so fucking big, yeah, and could like beat the shit out of almost anybody I know. Um, and for some reason, that's just lost on TV, yeah. Because I saw him walking literally in a bar with him and, and Finn Balor, and Finn looked tiny, yeah, uh, and and he looked huge. He was like larger than life. So I think that there's just something like Vince is around him backstage and just like, Ugh, just look at him. That's which is fine, but use him right in that case. Like fantasy book, this is what I what I think would be the coolest. Lights go out, and then uh, Bray Wyatt as Pennywise grabs grabs the briefcase oh, and runs away. That could be it too, and just, like steals it and keeps it. I guess you know he just wins, and then you weed that for another pay per view where 
Um, they have either a rematch with like the like, like the last two guys who were about to have the ladder, like you have a oh, threat. Yeah, yeah. Like they're fighting and one of them was gonna get it. And then Blackout, they're on the floor. Bray's got the championship, and then maybe it leads to like a triple threat ladder match for yeah, the yeah. briefcase for the that Bray That's wins. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? Uh, Impact Wrestling, hire me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go through the other matches on the card. Uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. First off, I guess Seth and Becky are dating. It's a shoot. It's not a work. I guess so. Yeah, I suppose. Good for them. Yeah. And his ex-girlfriend is a Nazi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's and she's da- who she's dating Sonya Deville. Oh, so she is in a same-sex relationship, but is a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, she sounded like a... That was like the most politician ways to phrase it that took a left turn at the end of it. <laughs> I try. You know, you know, Lars Sullivan is like looking at Sonya being like, uh, some girls have all the luck. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Uh, there's no way they put it on AJ. Seth's going to win, yeah. and AJ's going to have a heel turn. Or we're going to see more of a heel AJ. What do you guys think? I think that'll probably be how it goes. Yeah, I think Seth wins. Uh, Scotty? I think it's one of those situations where you know Rollins is such a big Game of Thrones fan, and just knowing they'll probably put him on during the finale is such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> now, he'll ask to go on first yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. I'm out, guys. Uh, I, I'll see you later. <laughs> I see Rollins winning. Uh, I, I think AJ has like maybe one more title run in him, if that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, WWE I, I, champ- I think- Championship, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. I think Kofi wins this. I I, I do think uh, Kevin's going to win at some point. Yeah, but I think Kofi's going to win this first one. Yeah, yeah, Kofi definitely wins. I think Kofi wins. I don't think Kevin Owens wins the title ever. I mean, I don't, ever. I don't think I don't think he beats Kofi. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that uh, Kofi will move on in a couple months to something else. Yeah, I mean, this is the only build that I think has been pretty like that I care well, about. Then, yeah. So, I mean, hats off to the SmackDown team for that. Um, and where it has had some sort of arc, at least. We can get, you know, into, you know, the how awful this wild card rule is. and Yeah. Just stu- fucking get rid of it. Everybody's on the same brand. Just say everybody's on the same yeah. brand. This is so stupid. <coughs> and then don't use people on some shows. Or let some people go. Let some people have their releases. Shilly yeah. wants to start his own promotion. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm taking phone numbers, guys. Call me. Because <laughs> how many how many of each thing do you need on each show? Like, you really need 20, 30 singles guys, 5 to 10 tag teams, right. 5 to 10, you know, 5 to 10 women, 5 to 10 cruiserweights. That's all you really need. Yeah. On each show. On each show. I do think it's like, you don't need fucking, like, Jesus, there's probably like... Like, there's probably almost an hour devoted to different rain storylines between both shows this week, right? Yeah, that's my my biggest problem with with, well, with the wild card rule is that it's going to overexpose some people. Yeah. So whatever ratings bump you get from the beginning of this concept will eventually go away in the same way that people thought that interleague baseball was a novelty. Oh, and, oh wow. Can't stand it. The Mets are playing the uh, Yankees in the regular season. And now it's just like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this interleague baseball bullshit still. Especially, like, to start the season. Like, I'm trying to get hyped for baseball and, like, the Red Sox are playing the Rockies. Like, it, it does means nothing, nothing. for me. <laughs> it's already regular Such season baseball. different types of people. Yeah. Boston people and Colorado people. Yeah. I know. Um, Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. Dear Lord. I mean, it's got to be Becky, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Lacey Evans is, is 
quite ready. She's. I, I thought she. I she's think she's done than, a better job yeah. than we thought. She's also better in the ring than we thought. Yeah, yeah. but Becky just won that title. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you got to keep it on her for a while. I think. I think you got to keep both on her till SummerSlam at least. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? Uh, I think this could surprise us. I think we might enjoy this more than the ladder match. Really? Do you think? Ah, do you think all right, maybe not more than the ladder match. Do you think Becky but, wins? Yes, back, Becky has to win. Yeah, 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 for sure. SmackDown's uh, Women's Championship, Becky Lynch for Charlotte Flair. I actually agree with Mike. I think that Becky's going to win this one, too. Yeah, you, Add to can't, legend. you can't have her drop any of them yet. I think she's losing. Very possible. I, I mean, it makes the most sense for her to lose because... You need someone that is a SmackDown superstar. Yeah, but now SmackDown and Raw don't even matter. That's yeah. true. And it hasn't, it's barely even been a month. That is true, that it does not matter. They but, could combine the titles. But you're talking about needing Becky Lynch to work both the Raw and the SmackDown house show circuits. You don't need that, I feel like. But you need the draw. You need the draw of a champion. You but need a championship match. Isn't Charlotte without the belt just as much of a draw as Becky with the belt? Not necessarily. It depends on your perspective on, on the, the meaning and the, and the importance of the title. Um, I just don't think that you're going to have someone be a dual champion forever. Um, I think that it also devalues uh, Becky a little bit to be on both shows and be on both shows a lot. It means that she's going to have to have two different feuds, one for each show. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was it was a cool visual for WrestleMania, and now they have to figure out what's the SmackDown Women's Division going to look like going forward. Who do you got, Scott? Uh, you know, you look I, like you I just took, you sound like you just took a hit of nitrous oxide. <laughs> um, I'm 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 still going to stick with Charlotte. I I I say Charlotte, but I think this match happens before. The Lacey match? Ah. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that booking better, for sure. I, I like going on before the Lacey match. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella. I think Mandy Rose is going to win. I, I'd love to have a heel Bailey win. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow she like takes out somebody. Oh, and Alexa Bliss is going to get replaced... They just announced that she's not in the Money in the Bank ladder match anymore, and she's probably going to get replaced by um, what? what, what, Asha Banks. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) What's her? What's what's her name from uh, Sanity? Ah, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Nikki. Um, But I, I, I mean, I I hope something interesting happens. That it it does seem like Mandy Rose is going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, who else think? is it? It's Mandy Bailey. Who else? It's uh, it's well, Naomi. it's uh, whoever's taking Alexa's spot: Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. I think there's only two options. I think Mandy Rose mm-hmm. and Dana Brooke. Yeah, I honestly think Dana Brooke could win this. I, I mean, look, I because I, she's had like a tough couple years. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's part as a person, like there's part of me that like I hope she. I feel sorry for her when she comes out. I do. I feel she real a rough, sympathy. Like, per, there's like some personal life stuff that's happening. But like, it also seems, seems like she still comes in and does the job and is like trying to. It, it, this isn't even a world that she's like 
cares cared about initially like she got thrust right. into into this and she could have been like every other you know bodybuilder that they brought in there yeah. previously that like didn't buy in but she seems to have bought in so like why not let her run with it a little bit also like if you've ever seen like, like bodybuilders have just the roughest fucking lives ever yeah. they, they never eat for fun they have to like wake up at weird times Alexa Bliss used to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. That's one of those things people don't oh, talk about very much. Oh, she did? Yeah. yeah. Like fitness, fitness Or a model. fitness model. I thought it was a competitive bodybuilding. Either well, way. I don't know. I, I used to be in both worlds. So. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, uh, what about, who, who do you think wins? You talking to me now? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, you know, never, right. a ne- are you huffing gas right now? <sighs> no, I don't know. I, it's my new thing. All right, so listen. This is what I think is going to happen. I think that Vince or whoever is mad at Sasha Banks, right? They're going to go, we're going to have Bailey win it and so and show Sasha, Sasha what she could have had. But then Sasha's just going to be like, no, that's good for my friend. And she's <laughs> going to be happy for a friend, and it's not going to do anything. Yeah, I guess Sasha's been trolling the internet. We don't know what's going on there. I think she'll be back. I think she has yeah, to be. Too. She's under contract for too long. She can't just sit at home. God, I hope they don't do like fucking icy hot sketches with her like they're doing with the revival. Oh, they will. Roman Reigns versus Elias. I guess Roman Reigns wins, but I mean, it could be a swerve where Shane helps Elias wins to set up Roman versus... Because they want to keep Roman and Kofi away from each other because they're like, Roman's finally a baby face. Yeah. We cannot have him touch Kofi Kingston. Right. Um, So, you know, he could lose just so he's involved in a feud. For a little bit, but I still think it's going to be Roman because you can still do the Shane feud with somebody else. Yeah, I think you got to keep Roman away from the title till at least the summer. I think uh, Roman and Shane is the big summer story. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be too. surprised by that. I and I see maybe Shane using Lars, which is like if they want to do that, they'll be like, all right, yeah. have have Roman beat Lars. That's a fucking. That's like, and nobody would complain about that. Roman's not beating Lars. <laughs> you really think that they no would put Lars over Roman? No one's beating Lars. That, I, I don't know, man. No There's one no way. is beating Lars. <sighs> They're the Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Shane has to win this, right? No. You think the Miz is going to win this? Yeah, Shane won at WrestleMania. You really think Shane's going to win twice? I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's the top heel they have. Yeah, he kind of is. It's him and Daniel Bryan neck and neck for yeah. the biggest yeah. heel in the company. Scott, what do you think? Do you think this is the blow off? I think if this is the last one, I think one, this has the, to be the blow off. It has to be. It's the Miz then. All right. Yeah. Uh, we got to speed this up. So uh, Samoa <laughs> Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Joe. 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 Um, and we're gonna, and hopefully he like makes Dominic. To He's gonna out. murder Dominic. <laughs> and then some pre-show matches: Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. I think everyone knows Daniel Bryan and the Usos. Which aren't the are Usos on SmackDown now? They're on, I Raw. Mean, on Raw. Yeah, this is oh, a wild card match. So stupid. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. I mean, there's course. only one babyface tag team in WWE, <laughs> and it's the Usos. Brian yeah, and, and they're Rowan not doing a great win. job of it lately. That's so, imagine being the rival and being like, all right, at least we're building into a program with the Usos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, now yeah, they're nope. not even in a match with the Usos at a pay-per-view. Yeah. They're not even the tag team champions. <laughs> Do word. you remember who the tag team champions are? On Raw? Oh, uh, Ryder. Yeah, and... Ryder and... <laughs> you forget. Yeah. Also, Do they even have a match? No. <laughs> of course they don't have a match. It's also like the one thing they're like, oh, they shave each other's backs. That's so embarrassing. But every single buddy, every single buddy, every person on that roster yeah. shaves each other's backs. 
Somebody, they probably have a guy, they probably have more back shavers than medical staff. Yeah, it's back shavers <laughs> and fluffers. Just, yeah. Um, and well, who do you got, Scott? Brian and Rowan? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which Tony, I love. Bummer that it's a pre-show. Yeah, Tony Nese versus Davari. Hmm. Tony. I, I guess Tony just because I don't know either of them. Really. <laughs> There's only four people on 205 Live, yeah. so. The Iconics yeah, versus Asuka and Kairi Sane. Uh, Iconics, I think you got to keep it on. Asuka and Kyrie are going to win. I think Icon- the- Iconics win with D. I mean, they, the Kari Sane wins with DQ. Iconics yeah. stay mm, with the championship. Mm, I think I, I don't think that the Iconics are going to be tag team champions for very long. I think it's either here or somewhere down the road, and yeah, it's going to be. I think it's somewhere down to Oscar and Kyrie Sane. Uh, Scott, your opinion? Yeah, I think it's like a DQ finish. Yeah, I think situation. they put it off Nobody- for a month. We'll do it at Super Showdown in Saudi yeah. Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody wants that match. Um, they're going to be in uh, Ziploc bags wrestling. <laughs> well, if they do it via satellite in maybe a more progressive Middle <laughs> no. Eastern country like Jordan, they I'm can't not even sure. show it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go through plugs. Scott, what do you got? Oh, goodness. Oh, let me go last. I okay. got some. That is a man who doesn't have anything, but we will go back to you, Mike. Uh, Faded Comedy every Friday here in Los Angeles. I'll uh, be there tomorrow night. You sure will. FadedComedy.com for tickets. Uh, I'm going on a little bit of a tour this summer, so check for dates. I'll be in Madison, Chicago, oh, nice. Indianapolis, New Orleans. And they can Dallas. find that on where? Yeah, the, uh, DanielSloss.com. You can find those DanielSloss.com. Yeah. I, I don't put them on my website. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, but yeah, I'm opening for him, so you can come see him. <laughs> see Daniel Sloss, and you also see Mike. Yeah, two for Dave? the price of one. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at uh, Dave underscore shilling on twitter um i have nothing going on right now aew hire yeah. your first writer <laughs> i'm <laughs> available i'm only. available just put too. you over i'm a minority hire come on guys <laughs> a minority hire uh <laughs> at least yeah i don't know i was trying to think of a joke but i just uh, ended <laughs> that up happens to you a lot blackly. doesn't it <laughs> what yeah it happens for every comedian i know i'm just kidding hey i got these plugs guys okay don't what worry. are oh, they oh 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 <laughs> uh Tuesday, May 28th, I'm uh, one night in L.A. Uh, I'm going to be at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah, then the Blair and Greta show. Don't know where that is, but I'll tell you next week. It's in Hollywood. It's a good time. Incentive to tune in next week, guys. A little cliffhanger for you on the (laughs) podcast. Um, I, uh, you can find my dates on dancingtermain.net, um, which is, the website is currently down right now, so hopefully it'll be up by the time this podcast is uploaded. Uh, thank you, GoDaddy. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I will be at StarCast next weekend with Scott. Uh, we'll be at a table doing podcasts. Uh, we will be, uh, doing the roast, um, and I'll also be at a comedy show there, which Ron Funches is putting together. Nice. Buy my album, No Real Winners Here. And uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Oh, and I wrote the, for the show Alternatino that's coming out in June in Comedy Central. There you go. Uh, check out all the podcasts on all things comedy. Once again, thank you, Aaron, uh, for doing this. Uh, thank you, Zach, uh, on the East Coast for putting it together. And uh, I cannot wait for a um, Kari Sane championship run. <laughs> yeah, enjoy Game of Thrones on Sunday, guys. Enjoy yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really should be what it is. And join us and join us next week when we talk about the finale of Game of Thrones <laughs> because no one's watching Money in the Bank. All right, thank you guys. Have a good one.